0: Well, I think it helps take the big mission and vision to take the hope of Christ to every student, and it helps me to do my part. It helps me to walk forward in unity. It continues to grow, so just have those expectations, to have that accountability, to help that person play their role. I can play mine in Nashville, David can play his in Tennessee One, and we can all take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States uh, because we all have our expectations and our accountability
1: working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Jericho
0: and Brad Skelling. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the First Party Podcast. I'm here with my friend, Steve Jericho.
1: What's up, Brad Skelling? How are you? Good, hey, everybody. Glad
0: you're here. I am as well, because I've been meaning to talk to you about something oh gosh not one of these conversations i have some pretty high expectations for you and i've not been holding you accountable
1: well the good news is i'm about to lead a pod no wait you're about to lead a podcast and we're going to talk just about that today so good job so does that mean you'll finally start listening to me not a chance <laughs> never so this is going to be fruitless yeah tim bargo just crashed his car laughing his head off <laughs> as he was listening oh never
0: happened no dear So one of the conversations we've been having in First Priority World is, what does accountability look like? We have these expectations. The grandest one is that we're all taking the hope of Christ to every student in the United States, right? Yep. So there's an expectation. How do we get there? What does it look like to hold each other other accountable to what we are doing and what we've been hired for? And so a lot of the traction conversation that if you've been a part of the national office for a little bit you've heard us talking about that if you've been at a fall conference or a board meeting or spring meetings we've been talking about some of that stuff so we're getting into a a detail with some of that to say hey let's define this let's put some language to it and uh and see where it goes see what sticks
1: yeah and what you're talking <clears throat> about is the rhythm that the national office has found in the last year and a half or so correct and communicating that rhythm so people can play along with the song, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And so the reality is if you don't know where the notes are gonna land, mm-hmm. it's not in front of you on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. it's hard to be in a band to be held accountable for making good mm-hmm. music, right? Interesting. But you find rhythm.
0: A band analogy from
1: a sports Because I know, thank yes. you. Because wow. Well, the music gets on the sheet, right? Yep. And if it's on the sheet, then everybody reads it and everybody mm-hmm. knows their place and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you make beautiful music. And yeah. It goes back to, we've quoted Seth Godin too many times on this podcast, sure, right? but it just goes back to Seth's idea that everyone makes art, mm-hmm. right? True. And in the midst of making art, you've got to have the ability to work together in a team and blah. blah, yep. blah, blah. Anyway, yep. so we're going to jump into that today and talk a little bit about accountability. Okay. I think one of the first things we should do is just kind of label everybody, which isn't fair, but let's talk about the type of leaders that are usually in the room. Yep. And let's blow through that pretty quick so we can really talk about accountability, but it may allow somebody to go, yep, that's me, and here's how accountability
0: affects me. Well, I can just talk about myself because I think I've been all of these things. (laughs) Okay,
1: all right, go ahead.
0: (laughs) So you get a chart, right? And you have things where you say, hey, we have expectations, and am I gonna hold you accountable to those expectations? Yep. So if I have very low expectations but high accountability, then I'm probably gonna blindside you with some ideas because it hasn't been set up in front of us. Like you said, the music hasn't been given to you, but I expect you to play it. Correct. Right. But I'm gonna blindside you as a leader in that situation. I've been there.
1: Every worship leader who's listening to <laughs> this, who's part-time at the church, thinks about their pastor walking up and uh-huh. going, Do you remember that song? You know, uh-huh. just
0: follow my lead. And you're like, I have no, no idea. idea what you're Correct. talking about. So Correct. keep going. Blindside. Leave a yep. So what if our if our it, I'm gonna look here and, and zoom in because I'm old expectations are low accountability is low you're kind of just absent you're not really leading there's not a lot maybe it is say hey steve go take the hope of christ to every student and 10 years later you show back up again and say how'd you do yeah how'd that go for you yeah exactly right that's an absentee leader um if our expectations are high but our accountability is low then we can be scattered Hmm. right so uh we can expect a lot but where We expect a different thing today than I will tomorrow or yesterday or, or whatever the case might be. But really where we want to get to is an credible leader where not an incredible leader, but a credible leader that has high expectations and high accountability. So we're we're on the same page. We have it down in writing. We're playing the same piece of music. We're not playing different songs. I love that we're having band analogies right now instead of sports analogies. Yeah, you're but, welcome. Um, yeah, we want to be that credible leader. We don't, don't want to blindside people. We don't want to be absent. We don't want to be scattered. We want to be in that sweet spot where we say, hey, we everybody knows what the expectations are, and they are held accountable to them on a regular basis.
1: And accountability defined is a repeated pattern of verifying expectations that turn into results i
0: set you up for that pretty good thank you very much for that Mm -hmm.
1: so that definition really comes from all of the eos training all the traction training that we've been doing yep and realizing that we need to have a definition so we can move forward on what it means to hold people accountable and to Mm -hmm. be held accountable correct
0: correct so one of the things you see is in the traction the eos system i love that you turned that into a word and said eos but that leaders are repeaters. So when we have our scorecard, we have our level 10 meeting every week, we're weekly looking at the exact same thing, saying, hey, have we moved the needle on this? So, hey, we got to go raise some funds. So how many meetings did you have? How many donors have you followed up with? We want to have five meetings a week. We want to follow up with two donors a week. Hmm. And what are those lead measurables where we're repeating all the time? We're not going to get sick of that because we always need to be out raising ministry and funds, ministry and money, and so we're gonna repeat that often. That keeps the expectations in front of us and it holds us accountable, which is what the level 10 meeting and the scorecard does. And clarity is king. Clarity is king. We need to define those expectations. It's really the first step to setting up a good accountability measure. What is the expectation? Um, A lot of us can go back to our job description. I'm mm-hmm. the director of ministry operations, and here is what my job lines out. So I can take that and say, well, in a year, I'd like to have this done. And in 90 days, these quarterly rocks, I'd like to have that done. But on a weekly basis, I need to do this in order to get there.
1: Yeah, and then the next question, obviously, is does that make sense? I always make sense. <sighs> Y'all pray for me. <gasps> just the the reality that just because it was said out loud doesn't mean that it was clear to the person who needs to accomplish it correct so right?
0: i used my own example mm-hmm. right but if you're a district director and you're hiring an area coordinator and you're going over their job description with them that's what that really means is mm-hmm. you're talking to your area coordinator you just gave them a job description with some numbers and you say does that make sense
1: yeah, you know real life application right now we're mm-hmm. walking with can or i am i'm walking with kansas city and tennessee one yep. as districts right yep. And there are many times where their leadership has done a great job in saying, pause. You have 15 years tenure in this, and it's flowing out of your mouth really quickly, uh-huh. right? It's just, yep. right? And so I want you to listen to me spit it back so that I can make sure I have it. Yep. It's a, it's that moment of, does that make sense? And what a, what a great level of leadership they've shown mm-hmm. by saying, I want to make sure that it makes sense to me yep. so that I'm going to do the following, which is I'm going to repeat it back to you.
0: Yep. is number three correct that's the the next thing that needs to happen is is repeating that back um, because you take ownership when you say it right it's why we want students the gospel to come out of students' mouth is because we know that when they speak the words of jesus and they proclaim the name of jesus that they have owned their faith yeah it's the same thing here with accountability and expectations hey do you own this job yeah and then number four is, are you willing to make that happen? Are you willing to go out and do that networking? Are you willing to go out and do that fundraising? And that's when the expectations are really met is when we walk through that four step process.
1: Again, and if I'm gonna make it real life like you started to earlier, mm-hmm. it's the moment for me as a director or a coordinator, when I say to a youth minister or even a parent that mm-hmm. thinks this is a fabulous idea, yep. I wanna be a campus coach, right? I wanna be involved. Yeah. And they begin to repeat all that back. And mm-hmm. then I finish with the close, which is, can you do this? Yep. Can you make this happen if I yep. walk with you throughout? And we've we've dealt with that tension for years and years and years because we're a volunteer-led organization.
0: Yep. Well, this does lead into us setting the expectations. We're in alignment on what the job is, what needs to get done. Uh, that, that leads into commitment. I mean, it's not the same thing, right? We can agree that that needs to be done, and this is a thing, and a job is a job, a task needs to happen. But to make that commitment to get it done is a a whole nother conversation, right? Um, Alignment is we're similar in the feelings, we're on the same page. Commitment is more than that. It is movement in the same direction to say, hey, we're going to work together and get beyond the expectation and that's coming into accountability. Then we're saying, Hey, we're going to be accountable and we're going to be in movement together. And again, I mean, well, it's not really again, but most of us, if I can go back to the beginning, just for a moment, most of us find ourselves not in the, the right box. We're blindsiding people because we're moving, Mm -hmm. right? We're moving in a direction and we're doing too many things most likely. And so, When we're doing too many things and all of a sudden the expectations aren't communicated and the accountability isn't there we're blindsiding people all of a sudden because we're moving but when we come down here um and we have an alignment and a commitment and we're moving together then that's that accountability that we're talking about
1: so all all that leads right back again you said go back to the beginning the reality that the mission all of this should be from the fulfillment of mission and vision right yep so how do how do we take accountability, or excuse me, alignment and commitment through mm-hmm. accountability mm-hmm. and actually turn it into what we want, moving beyond just a good idea into movement, right? Mm-hmm. So four things that keep us on the same page that are in front of us. Number one, we need to ask those that we're holding accountable, mm-hmm. right, to visualize the list of expectations. Put it somewhere in front of your team yep. so that they know exactly what you're looking for, the level 10 meetings, the smart sheets, the whiteboards, whatever your system is. The VTO. The VTO. There you go. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Put it somewhere so that it's out of your brain and on a piece of paper. Yep. Right. The second thing is you need to talk about everything on the list. Yep. Don't talk about the things that you're attracted to because you like these parts of your job. Talk about all of it, Yep. which is not always enjoyable. <laughs> it is not. Because it, it means that it's going to give me tasks. Yep. Right. Yep. And I want tasks I like. I'm, I'm selfish by nature. Yep. I don't always want tasks that are given to me because they need to get done. Mm-hmm. Third is, and I this is a that. good one, prune the list. Hmm. Um, it, this this is written down, so I'm just going to read it. Great leaders don't just add to a list; they also remove things from the list. Right. Uh, again, I, I reference the level ten meetings that I do with Tennessee One and KC because they're in front of me, mm-hmm. right? And the idea that those guys know how to prune their list on a regular basis is yep. really good. Yep. Can, can I can I speak to that one speak just for to a moment? It. Yeah, do
0: it. Go for it. I think that's one of the things I am li- enjoying about this whole process for us because we're living this. I mean, yep. we're we're speaking about what we are doing right now. We're not just talking theory. This is. This is where we're at in the national office, we're in the White House, Nashville, Tennessee. I am feeling a a huge relief from all of the little things that I feel occupy my day because I have rocks. We sat at a lake house uh, three, four weeks ago and we listed our annual goals. Where do we want to be by June 30, 2023? Okay, what do we need to get done by September 29, which is the end of this next quarter? And so then here's the weekly scorecard. Here are the things that we're going to track. And when we get on the call on Monday, that's what we're due. So what did that do? That pruned my list because all of those other little things that I had on there that I've thought were really important, yep. they still matter. Yep. But I don't feel the pressure to go make sure they're done. I feel like those training videos that need to get done, right? Because that's what's on the list. It's good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Which prioritizes the list, which is the fourth thing on your list.
1: I was just going to say, and the last thing is prioritization. I can't even say it. Nice Mm -hmm. job. Um, And making sure what everybody knows is most important, which is what you just said. Mm -hmm. I have this vision in my head of a flywheel that's turning, right? And people are putting large stones in there. You see them banging around. And then every once in a while, one little pebble gets caught just at the bottom seam of that flywheel. Sure. And it it causes it to stop, right? Mm -hmm. And I think about our motion and all the big things that we're turning hey i gotta move 10 campuses in this community mm-hmm. i gotta make sure my guys healthcare is taking care. you know whatever their thing is right mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden this little distraction which is a pebble yep. is big enough to fit under the edge of the flywheel and where it hits the grindstone mm-hmm. and cause the whole thing to stop right, right. and so yeah. being able to say mm, i'm sweeping those out early yeah those aren't going to get in the way because mm-hmm. i need to keep this thing moving just is a great visual- visualization for me
0: i like it Another non-sports analogy right there for you. This is a record for the day. I like it.
1: So let's begin to land this plane. Mm -hmm. It leads me to this question. So what's the point of this EOS traction, accountability, commitment? Like what's the point, man?
0: Yeah. Well, I think it helps take the big mission and vision to take the hope of Christ to every student. And it helps me to do my part. It helps me to walk forward in unity. Uh, First priority continues to grow. Um, The First Party of America staff continues to grow. I think we're adding another person this week uh, down in Fort Worth, Texas, or probably last week now that this or two weeks ago when this podcast comes out and uh, it continues to grow. So just have those expectations to have that accountability to help that person play their role. I can play mine in Nashville. David can play his in Tennessee one, and we can all take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. Uh, because we all have our expectations and our accountability uh, So perfect line.
1: Let's take that and pick on Michael for a minute. Okay. Who's in Arclitex. Yeah. What can Michael do to get his hands on EOS, VTO, traction? Like, what can he do? Because if this all resonates with him, I'm just picking on him, right? Yeah, yeah. he's a good dude. Yep. If this all resonates with him, he's like, I'm going to start to put this in play. Mm-hmm. How can he get involved with this on
0: our end on a national level? Well there's two answers to that question Um, one I would say if you've not read the book what the heck is EOS I would recommend that first I'll grab our decorations it is right here I did not our listeners can't see it Heck in person the listeners cannot but if you're on YouTube you can see what the heck is EOS by Gino Wickham and Tom Bauer Uh, I would go grab that book because that gives you a very quick overview I am a slow reader but I think I read this in uh, just a couple of short hours. It's big print, 158 pages, and uh, you are good. So that's gonna familiarize yourself with that. Um, The other thing would be uh, to engage us in the conversation. That's what I wanted to hear. Um, And we will share with you what we're doing. Um, We will come and walk with you what you need. Um, We can talk to your board, and even if it's a Zoom call, we can engage you on your level with first priority and and help you walk through some of this stuff
1: yeah i'll give you two cautions to that number one when you reach out it's heavy lifting on the front end but the second is you're going to have a lot of aha moments Mm -hmm. where you're going to go oh it's not you know it feels like heavy lifting i'm going to i'm going to turn this into an operating system then you go aha i'm already doing that that's just a line now aha that's a goal i've always had it's just actually in order now Yep. right so my two cautions are you may find both those things and both those will be very good for you long term
0: yep any final thoughts?
1: I don't. I appreciate you just bringing clarity to the, the whole discussion about accountability. I think sometimes we get a little nervous when we bring that up because people have abused it or mm-hmm. used it. right. Sure. And the reality is it's meant to serve you, mm-hmm. not to be served. Yep. The, end, the end gain in all of this is how do we serve you to be better at accomplishing the mission and vision. Take the hope of Christ to every student in... Yep. Make the hope of Christ to every student in Grand right. Haven, right? Just mm-hmm. on and on and on. Mm-hmm. So thanks for yep. uh, making that easy on us.
0: Well, my parting comment is going to be, uh, don't get frustrated when this doesn't actually happen. Because I get caught up in things. I get swept up in emails. I get caught up in another conversation. Um, there's another person who called and I need to respond to them, or whatever, all of a sudden it's five o'clock that day. And you're like, well, I just didn't do what I was supposed to do. Yeah, good. Right. So don't get frustrated by that. It's, it's what leaders do every day. Uh, I remember saying this to Larry, not so long ago, he's like, You know, we've got all these things and we have to keep making sure everybody's walking in the same direction. I said, isn't that the definition of leadership Yeah. is to make sure. And and some of this is just to make sure we're walking in the same direction. Right. But that's what a leader does is every day you get up and say, hey, look, let's go there. You get up the next day and say, hey, look, let's go there. So don't get frustrated with the repeating process, um, your own distractions and all of that. Just know that's job security until Jesus comes back. It's good. Mm -hmm.
1: This is a good podcast for those of you that are out there or vidcast if you're watching it to not only like and share, but also to comment and give us some of your feedback. There are high level leaders out there that Mm -hmm. are both listening to this and repeating it to us, which is a little nuts when we're out Hmm. there traveling. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you've got some comments, right, you've got them things you want to kind of put in the midst where, hey, you kind of scathed over this or skipped this. And the reality is, this is a big deal. And so give us your thoughts.
0: Yeah, be good. Be good. Well, thanks, Steve. It's a good
1: conversation. Another good one. Thanks for being on the podcast, Brad. Thanks Red. for some great analogies. You're welcome. Today. Music. Excellent. Music, art. And I mechanical. Was, I was, I was all wheel. in today. I was yeah. all in. That's good. It
0: You're was welcome, good. buddy. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening, uh, for commenting, for sharing with your team. I uh, hope it was beneficial to you and to the kingdom as we move forward together and taking the hope of Christ to every student. Till next week. See you.